Welcome to the Center for International and Regional Studies at Georgetown University in Qatar. These podcasts are part of a research initiative titled Building a Legacy, Qatar FIFA World Cup 2022. Welcome, everybody. My name is Professor Daniel Reicher, and we are discussing today the topic volunteering at the FIFA World Cup 2022. And our guests are Nasser Al-Mogaisi, Volunteer Strategy Manager at the Supreme Committee for Delivery and Legacy, and Tanya Haddad from the American University of Beirut, an Assistant Professor for Nonprofit Management and a leading scholar on volunteering in the Arab world. She collaborated with the International Association for Volunteer Efforts on the assessment of corporate volunteering in the Arab nations region. Thank you, Nasser and Tanya, for being with us today. My first question is for Nasser. Nasser, volunteering has become common at mega sporting events. For example, there were 15,000 volunteers at the FIFA World Cup 2014 in Brazil and 17,000 in 2018 in Russia. Could you tell us at the beginning how many volunteers we can expect at the FIFA World Cup 2022 in Qatar and which roles the volunteers will have? Well, uh, thank you. First of all, thank you so much, Daniel. I'm happy to be here today with uh, Tanya as well. Uh, it's a pleasure always to talk about volunteering work, which is uh, something very valuable, something very noble. And of course, it's, it's involved in any uh, major events around the world. Um, well, regarding your question for the World Cup 20, FIFA Qatar 2022, uh, it's all depend on the needs. Uh, so any volunteering work, when you design any volunteering opportunities, we, 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 we design it based on the needs. And, and, and the needs will be uh, required for the Qatar 2022, it's around 20,000 volunteers. We established our um, program, volunteering program since, 2000, uh, since 2018, uh, and we opened the database to, 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 to tell the volunteers, anybody interested to join us on that road until we reach 2022. Right now we reached around um, uh, 390,000 volunteers in our database. Those the volunteers who are interested to be with us in 2022. And uh, of course, as you mentioned, for any uh, mega sport events, as we call it, uh, it's really important to have the volunteers to support them. We are talking about the World Cup, Olympics, uh, or even the Arab Cups, which is, uh, is going on right now. It's always important to have the role of the volunteers there for three main reasons, or I should I call them three main uh, dimensions. The first dimension is for the volunteers themselves to, uh, to discover more, to, to, to uh, increase their skills, to know more people around them by involving in that, uh, such an event. And there is the, another dimension, which is for the, um, uh, the, the organizing committee where they're gonna depend a lot on the volunteers to, to support them to deliver the events for any sport uh, event. And also to gain experience from the volunteers, especially the volunteers from the local community there. And the last dimension, the third one, is it's about the host country. Like for example, for the World Cup uh, Qatar, Arab Cup Qatar, maybe Olympics or the previous uh, uh, World Cup was in Russia. The host country always uh, get benefits from the volunteers. They, they, they saving money, of course, as, as we know that volunteering work has economic value and also the, 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 the create ambassadors. They can talk about the cultures, to talk about the countries even after this uh, major event of sports. 
So mm -hmm. hopefully, inshallah, it's going to be a good opportunity for all the volunteers for now as Arab Cup or in the future in the World Cup 2022. So when preparing for this podcast and reading articles on volunteering uh, at previous World Cups, I found some media articles that the volunteers were a bit disappointed that they could not more experience the event itself. So how will it be at the uh, FIFA Arab Cup and FIFA World Cup next year? Will volunteers also have the opportunity to watch some of the matches? Uh, of course, but we, we need to be careful of that. Why? Because actually, this is the thing that we always need to make sure volunteers always will, will, be, be, will be involved, uh, especially in the matches that they are attending and they are organizing. But it's always depend on the role that we are talking for, for and design the volunteers for. We have around 31 roles, different roles for each volunteer. So, for example, for the media, Uh, volunteers, they will not be able to be in the stadium directly. They have to be in the studios, behind the scenes, to organize everything with the media centers, with the media agencies. Uh, for the ticketing, the volunteers for the ticketing, they have to attend their roles. So what we always say to our volunteers, it's important to take care of your role first, take your priorities first, and then if you have some external time, you can go on and uh, have a, uh, watch a match. But we also provide something else for our volunteers. We, we provide for them some opportunities to get involved with the, with the, with the players, with the, with the teams that we involve. For example, yesterday, there was a quite interesting event and I, I really loved it. Uh, it's, it was incorporated with the uh, cooperation with the Qatar uh, Football uh, Federation here in Qatar, or association here in Qatar. They provided five of the players from the national team of Qatar and they provided some training for our volunteers. And it was a good chance for our volunteers to get involved in the sport events and sport skills. And also it was nice for the players to volunteer some of their time to help our volunteers during uh, the Arab Cup as well. So it's mm -hmm. always about the opportunity, always about the priorities. Their, their, their roles is first, but then if they have some extra time, of course, they are very welcome to join and watch the game. Yeah, since you said yesterday, uh, I should uh, tell our um, audience that we are recording this podcast on the day before the FIFA Arab Cup is starting. But coming back to the volunteers for the World Cup, last year during the blockade, I remember newspaper articles that stated that there were even people applying from Saudi Arabia to be volunteers at the World Cup. So which leads me to ask like a more general question of Do we know about these 300 something thousand people you mentioned? Do we have, do you have some more information about them when it comes to nationality, gender and age? Of course, of course. For the, for the large database, the one that I, I just mentioned, which is 390,000 volunteers, we, we, we have like uh, volunteers from different nationalities. We're talking about 169 Uh, nationalities, different nationalities in our database. But let's talk a little bit more about what's happening right now, the Arab Cup, as you mentioned. For the Arab Cup, we at least we have around uh, uh, 20 people from Saudi Arabia, for example. And we have some people from uh, Emirates. We have some people from Bahrain, Oman. We're expecting 100 Omanis to be with us during as well as uh, during this tournament. Uh, we, we're expecting, uh, and actually we have here in Qatar because we already even the international volunteers already reached here Qatar. We have around 32 different nationalities in our, in our database for the Arab Cup. We are talking about the 5,000 volunteers who are serving and helping us 
within the Arab Cup in this time. So yeah, by the way, just, just for your information, uh, 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 Danielle, we have, we, we got more than 25, uh, sorry, more than 55,000 interest for the Arab Cup for volunteers from all different the worlds. And we receiving here in Qatar more, and we're coming here in Qatar more than eight, uh, 300 uh, uh, volunteers from different nationalities. And we need only 5,000 volunteers for this tournament, but in the waiting list, we have more than 4,000 waiting. They already registered, they already accepted, they already trained, just waiting in case some shortage happened, they can join us during this tournament. Okay, great. Um, so now we talked about the FIFA World Cup 2022 and the upcoming FIFA Arab Cup. Tanya, can you give us, uh, provide us with some uh, background information? Uh, are there similar large volunteering projects in the uh, Arab world? Uh, and what can you tell us in general about the historical development of volunteering in the Arab world and specifically in, in Qatar and the Gulf states? Uh, first, thank you, Daniel, and it's a pleasure to be part of this postcard with uh, Nasser. Uh, to answer your first question, uh, to date, I don't think that there has been such similar large volunteering project in the Arab world that would be hosting more than 20,000 volunteers uh, at the same time, so I think it's a major event. Uh, to answer the second question, which is more about the historical development of volunteering in the Arab world, um, uh, the first thing is the Arab society has a long history of informal volunteerism, values, mainly compassion and sympathy to others. However, historically, the practice of organized volunteering, i.e. via formal organizations, was not embedded in the culture of the Arab society, since civic service and volunteering were not included in the natural, national agendas of the states. Recent economic factors, these trends have begun to change. Organizations are starting to understand the importance of it and its link with the social and economic revival of the society. States also have started to encourage the idea through embedding it in their national policies. This positive role of the state is expressed in different ways. Uh, first, the states are providing the legal environment, supporting and encouraging volunteering. States in different Arab countries are also transforming the attitudes of the, of the public through pushing them for more volunteering, through passing policies. And indeed, these policies are creating awareness about the importance of such an act and its positive impact on the society. And thirdly, the idea of civic engagement and volunteering have been included in school curriculums. For example, in Qatar, co-curricular activities are presented to support students in volunteering opportunities, mainly to increase their leadership uh, capabilities. Mm -hmm. And as a scholar of volunteering, could you share with us what the academic literature has identified as the individual and societal benefits of volunteering? Actually, the literature has covered a lot on the individual benefits of volunteering and the societal benefits of volunteering. So for on the individual level, first of all, it teaches people to be responsible citizens. It helps uh, young generations to acquire skills and experience to, to enhance their employability. It provides them with soft, with soft skills, such as the ability to work in teams, innovation, conflict management and resolution, and responsibility in the workplace. Steam enhances various skills and capacities and expands their career path. 
for the mm -hmm. society as a whole, uh, it's something that volunteering is universal. And it makes a significant contribution to addressing major global issues outlined mainly in the sustainable development goals. So this is very important. Um, moreover, volunteering is viewed as a key pillar to promote community participation and provide the opportunity to invest in human potentials towards building a sustainable society and communities. So in this sense, uh, we view volunteering as a nursery for good citizenship. And uh, it, hel it helps build strong society and cohesive community and promotes trust. Mm -hmm. So now having heard about this general benefits, NASA, with the volunteering at the World Cup 2022, does the Supreme Committee want to promote in general the volunteering culture in Qatar? This is really important, not just in Qatar, but also all over the world, to be honest, all the Arabic countries as well. Uh, Tanya just mentioned something very important that even for the Arab country, we need, we need always to develop uh, ourselves. Well, the, 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 the program or the volunteering program that when it established in 2018, uh, there was uh, a main goal, which is to provide volunteers for, for the World Cup 2022. But there was another goal as well, a strategic goal. We are, we are talking about three different categories for that goal. The first one is to provide some programs that support all the volunteers from that moment were all established until the World Cup 2022. We're talking about programs to increase their skills, to involve them in different opportunities like humanitarian opportunities or national opportunities. We provided opportunities for our volunteers, even the people who are already in Kuwait or in Morocco or in America. We provided some opportunities there for them. Why? To improve and to increase their skills uh, during that time. For the, another one, it's a legacy, to create a legacy. Uh, I mean, many people think about volunteering work, not just it's something uh, it's gonna happen and that's it. Actually, there, there is a lot to talk about legacy when we talk about volunteering work because the stadiums could be legacy as Qatar did with some stadiums like uh, uh, 974, uh, 974 stadiums, for example, which gonna be dismantled and gonna give it to another category, but also for the volunteering system that we have here right now during the Arab Cup and the World Cup, it's gonna be used even after the World Cup as a legacy. The talents of all the volunteers, of the talents of all the, manage, the organizing committee is gonna be managed and used even after the World Cup. We did some statistics and study and research and partnership with different universities in Qatar also to improve our, 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 our culture of volunteering work, not just in Qatar, but in the whole region as well. And the third one, it's about the national strategy to create and support, to create something really necessary for Qatar and for the whole Arab countries and the whole world as well, to have some, some something strategic that we can depend on without systems, with standards, or procedures, policies, which can help the community of volunteering work as well. Mm -hmm. Great. So my last question to both of you is that do you think that volunteering can contribute to make society better? And specifically for the FIFA World Cup 2022, do you think it will promote volunteering in Qatar, but also in the entire region, which includes, for example, Lebanon, where Tanya is based? Tanya, would you like to start? Um, well, I think that uh, volunteering will build, uh, will as a society, it will help build a strong society, cohesive, uh, cohesive communities. So it is uh, crucial to the development of the societies. 
and linking it to the FIFA World Cup. Uh, so this is the first time the World Cup is being held in the region. And the volunteers are playing a major role. So we have around, uh, as Nasser was saying, 20,000 volunteers. So we are setting an example to be followed in the future. And also, as Nasser said, uh, we are creating a legacy and a culture that uh, we really hope other uh, states and reach, uh, other states in the region will follow. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Nasser? Well, I always say that volunteering work is always something nice, something really good. It's going to be beneficial for the volunteers themselves. Of course, anybody involved in the sport events or anything related to volunteering work with the value of giving, uh, they're going to give them experience, going to give them the, the feeling that they are giving something back to the community. And that's all support, of course, all the community around them. And for core, of course, it's going to support the society as well as we mentioned, to save, to save a lot of money for the country that we're trying. As, as you mentioned, for example, some, something like uh, the, the, the Olympics that uh, that's, uh, was held in 20, uh, in 20 uh, uh, yeah, it's around it's two, summer, uh, yeah, yeah in, the, in, the, in the Sydney Olympics, they saved uh -huh. around 40 millions. We are talking about 40 million dollars saved for uh, that. So you are, you're going to help your society, you're going to help your community, by, by volunteering during uh, your stay uh, in Qatar or any volunteering work you're doing all around the world. So it's always something beneficial. It's gonna help everybody, your society and yourself as well. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thank you, Nasser. Thank you, Tanya. That was great. And I wish uh, Nasser uh, for the volunteering at the upcoming FIFA Arab Cup. Uh, and of course, it's a World Cup next year that everything works very well. And uh, I wish both of you uh, professionally and person personally all the best. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Daniel. And thank you so much, Daniel, to be here with you today. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Nasser and Mario.